This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. How in the world are you? Good to see you. Coming along for the ride today. Turn up a little bit of volume on my headset I'm wearing right now. So, I was looking at an ad for a broadcasting school that was having some kind of talk radio thing. And they had uh, they had two guys coming in, I guess are radio guys, to do a little talk radio workshop. And I thought, who the hell are they? So, I mean, I pay attention. Pay attention. You might learn something. You might learn something. There might be something up there. Them two boys could teach you. I'm not sure what that is, though. They could teach you something. I can't stop talking like this for some reason. So, 888 No, 888-9-0-0. 888-9-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
torture, and one was a, a satanic killing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I mean, these guys are bad dudes. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. These boys from MS-13, that's bad dudes. And they ain't just in Texas, all right? Because they got some people up there in New York on Long Island on trial right now, too. That's right. They face offenses up there, too. Murder charges, racketeering, attempted murder, assault, obstruction of justice, arson. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. They ain't good guys. All right? And yet, the funny thing is, them two old boys down in Houston, uh, they, don't, they ain't even citizens. They don't even live here. I mean, they ain't supposed to be here. They're they're illegal. The boys are illegal. They're not only undocumented, they're illegal. Okay? Huh. Immigration. What could happen with immigration? Nothing bad happens with immigration. It's all lovey-dovey. It's all lovey-dovey. It looks like they're probably about the same age as them, what, you, what they call dreamers. Hmm. Well, I wish I could figure that out. Because that's not what we're told. Not what we're told at all. No, sirree. Now, MS-13, the largest gang uh, in New York and one of the largest gangs in the United States right now. And they now are in. They're not everywhere. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say they was everywhere. <laughs> Man, now I feel I feel like dumb. Or I feel, I feel dumb. I do. Because... Just because I said they're the largest and the most violent street gang in, in Long Island. But uh, look, look, they ain't everywhere. They're one of the largest criminal organizations in the United States of America. One of the largest, not the largest, one of the largest. And they ain't everywhere. I mean, they're only in 46 states in the District of Columbia. So there are some places that they ain't yet. These guys... <laughs> Horrible, bad, bad dudes. They cannot. Uh... Oh, you know what? Them boys, they they can't be. They can't not be around soon enough. All right. I'll make sure we get that straight. They can't not be around soon enough. Take that with you. But this is not the only country that this happens in. Okay. Unbelievable story out of Russia. I mean, it sounds like a, a you know a stupid Hollywood horror film. Four homeless men stagger into a remote forest clearing in the dead of night. The flickering firelight cast eerie shadows across a makeshift stone table. Yet, there is no sign of the cheap vodka they were promised to warm them from the freezing cold. Slowly, the truth starts to dawn on them. That's not a table. That's an altar. Their new friend who promised them free bottles of booze has a far more sinister plan. One by one, they are sacrificed on the altar. I mean, this guy is a whacked out of his mind. Um, these murders carried out by Arsen Barembikov. I think that's the way. I think that's the way you pronounce it. And I just call it Ari, Arcy, Arcy, our son, Arson Barinikov. He's a former police officer 
outside uh, one of the, uh, oh, my God, i got to say this town. So I'll just call it a remote Russian town, 900 miles east of Moscow. Varenka ya ya pashma. V-E-R-K-H-N-Y-A-Y-A-P-Y-S-M-H-A. That's just a remote Russian town 900 miles east of Moscow. Now, he's a former police officer. He's accused of burying the bodies, then returning, digging them up, believing that the sacrifices had given him the powers of the necromancer. The powers of the necromancer are upon me. He said he planned to use his victims to build his own zombie army. How'd that work out there for you, uh, Arcee? Oh, wait, it didn't. He kept trying to bring him back to life and didn't work. So I guess the uh, cult powers of the necromancer doesn't work. Now, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And he's actually, I mean, he's, he's charged. He's dealing in firearms. He assassinated two businessmen. Um, and he can't be criminally insane because he convinced him, eh, I'm fine. Wait, what? I am fine. And he got a plea bargain with the prosecutors for all of this. 12 years. Come on now. I mean, if you're that whacked out of your mind, 12 years, 12 years ain't that bad. Hell, I can do 12 years sitting on my hands. I'm right back to it. I, I still got bodies buried out there. I can bring them back to life after 12 years. Don't you worry about it. I know where they're buried. You don't. You got that? All right. Did you know that there are reportedly 400,000 professional occultists in Russia? I, I mean, it's probably... It's probably the same here, though, really, when you think about it. I mean, the MS-13 guys, that's all satanic rituals, right? I mean, that's they believe in all that stuff. So 400, but here in the U, I don't know how many professional occultists we have. I don't know if you, do you need a license for that. Look that up. See if you actually need a license to be an occultist. Because well, there's the new show on Hulu, too, right? Uh, uh, ow! What's the stupid new show of the card reader and the Greek mobsters on Hulu? And that's what they are. They're, they're uh, occultists. They're like gypsies. What's the stupid show? Look, you definitely need to look that up. Look it up on Hulu original program, Hulu original programming. And it's, uh, it's uh, shoot, what's the name of that show? I've watched a couple episodes of it. It's, it's okay. Not bad. Um, Still got quite a ways to go yet, but I'm, you know, it's worth. If you got nothing else to watch, it's worth to sit down and watch it. So, four hundred thousand professional occultists in Russia, fueling back a black magic black market, twenty-four billion dollars a year. I mean, that's a pretty big black magic black market, right? And authorities are starting to get pissed. They're like, uh, we believe that uh, this could possibly be a bigger threat to national security than Islamic extremism. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, that is that is something else. In the same year, uh, this is back in 2008, a devil-worshipping gang of cannibals were still in Russia. We're st- still in Russia. Murdered four teenagers, stabbing them 666 times. I love the story. A number that is revered by Satanists. Anna Gorkova, Olga Pukova, I can't say these names. I can't. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. They were all 16 and 17 when they went missing. Horrible. And they went missing in a region 300 miles northeast of Moscow. So homeboy is, what, 900 miles? So it's, you know, a little bit closer to Russia. <laughs> a little bit closer to Moscow. They were forced to drink alcohol, attacked. I mean, their body part. We'd take some of them near body parts, roast them up over the fire. You know. Then, what the heck? We're 300 miles from the city. We might as well eat them. I mean, bad. Bad people. Bad people. And the one guy, uh, when he was arrested, he said, I dug up the one girl. I ate her heart. Man, does that sound good. And uh, when asked why he did it, I tried to turn to God, but it didn't bring me any money. I prayed to Satan. Things improved. Think about it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. So I'm still reading about uh, Russia and the occult, and uh, I guess I'm just fascinated by this stupid story. They're going on telling me about different people. So the one guy, the most famous. Confessing, uh, one guy they got, for including removing skull and bones from two graves re- to uh, perform magic rites, stealing metal plates from headstones to make knives to perform rituals. Um, even more disturbing, they encourage its members to join the force 
you know, the police force to extend its evil influence. It is not how many Satans were successful in filtering the police department, but we know of one. That's the first one we told you about. But this particular man, the most famous monk, Grigory Rasputin, I can say that. I can say that there name. That there is Greg. I'm Grigory Rasputin. I just call you Greg. Born to a peasant family in the frozen wilds of Siberia, it was said he could read minds and heal animals by the time he was 10. Nice. Rasputin joined a Russian Orthodox cult that it believed its members needed to experience sin. And while Rasputin loved drinking and violent sex with society women at bathhouses, he said, hey, that sounds good. I'm joining you. So if you like drinking and violent sex with society women in bathhouses across the country or across the world, uh, you know, wherever you live, but specifically in Moscow, you too, like Grigory Rasputin, can join the Russian Orthodox cult. <laughs> Can't you just have drink and have violent sex anymore? you got to join a cult. Really? Come on now. Can I just do that? If I, if I want to have booze and violent sex with society women in Moscow bathhouses, do I have to join the cult? I really don't want to be a part of the part of the cult. Eventually, Rasputin captured the attention of uh, the last Tsar Nicholas, its wife Alexandria. By suppose he healed their son. Think about it. So Tsar Nicholas could not do a thing. Uh, treating his hemophilia. Oh, uh, there are numerous theories on how he did this. Uh, you know, hypnotizing the kid, the young prince, giving him urge. But uh, others believe Rasputin took a more devious approach, using inside information leaked by Alexandra's lady in waiting to time his treatments when the prince was already on the road to recovery and then claimed credit. How dare he? You mean a man? who joined the Russian Orthodox cult so it would give him a glad hand when he had sex and dr- was drunk? He fooled somebody? Huh. So anyway, uh, they, the, the czar couldn't do anything because the wife, was all, the wife uh, was all happy that the kid was alive. So the czar was like, uh, leave him be. If I do something to the old Rasputin, the wife's going to be pissed. So guess what? He healed our son. Got it? Leave him alone. <laughs> and there's more. It goes on. A former, and I mean, the most successful, most successful guy, Anatoly Kaspervosky. I may have actually heard of this guy. A former weightlifter turned psychiatrist and psychic dubbed the new Rasputin. At the height of his fame, regularly beat Yelston into second place in public popularity polls. Think about that. Boris, head guy. Anatoly. Nope. Uh, People like me more, Boris. You want to know why? Because I'm a cultist. And I like to 
get drunk and have wild sex with society women in bathhouses. <sighs> he had to join the cult too. See, I don't want to join the cult. His great rival, and who doesn't? I mean, when you're a cultist, you have to have rivals. Alan Chamak, a white-haired figure who would claim, oh, claim to charge jars of water in his viewers' homes with the power to heal everything from allergies to stomach pains. I love this guy. He's on TV. Put the bottle put the bottle of water in front of the television and I will power charge it to heal you. That's fantastic. Come on now. Now I'm not going to do it unless you send me some money. All right? I'll give you a little sh- look, put it in front of the TV. I uh, here I tell you what, since we're not on TV for this show, put it in front of the Whatever device you're listening to the show on, set a bottle of water in front of it right now, okay? And I'm going to charge it with the powers that can heal from everything to allergies and stomach pains. What I want you to do is I want you to stare at the jar of water, and I want you to think of what you want healed, okay? Look at the bottle of water, and I want you to focus in your mind, in your mind's eye. Focus on what you need to have healed, just think about what you want to have healed. Now the jar of water is in front of the listening device, and you're focusing on just what you want to have healed. Okay, I'm going to charge that jar of water now with the powers. The powers so you. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. That it does. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram at JeffyMRA. Governor Larry Hogan of Maryland has issued a state of emergency. 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 All hands on deck. Okay? You want to know what the problem is? Heroin. (laughs) You thought it was going to be something stupid, didn't you? Don't look at me like that. Yeah, I know you. I know what you were thinking. I do. (laughs) Wow. Are you so wrong? How bad do you feel now? Okay? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. People are dying out there overdosing on heroin and other opioids, okay? And that's actually a fact. Maryland. Maryland. 1,468 overdose-related deaths from January to September of last year. Okay? Now, that beat out 2015 where they had 1,259 overdoses. Now, probably most of that is Baltimore. And we did find, you know, in the Midwest, in Ohio and Pennsylvania, where they were having big problems with what the heroin was being cut with, um, that, hey, it's okay to do heroin. It's just what it's being cut with that's killing you, okay? Uh, So, I mean, it's a big problem, uh, well, really across the country now. I mean, heroin is, the the stories all say how cheap it is, 
uh, and now that they're cutting it with some other with some other stuff, I mean that's what then that really is what's killing you. It's too strong the stuff they're cutting it with because the strong stuff is cheap. They don't care, and we kill a few of our customers. You know what? That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Then you join a cult and you go to the bathhouse. I mean, get over it. So if you live in Maryland, um, bless you. Bless you 666 times. Now, a well-known astronomer, a well-known astronomer, Bill, and top alien hunter. (laughs) Okay, first of all, if your title, I don't care if you're doctor, road scholar, I don't care what kind of little platitudes you have in front of your name. If one of them is top alien hunter, that pretty much disregards all the other stuff. Sorry to tell you that, Seth Shostak. Okay. Director of the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute. This guy is the director of SETI. Amazing. Life on Earth could be a byproduct of what has been happening on Mars. Wait. He believes that a great collision of an asteroid and Mars sent dirt hurling toward the Earth. It's possible. Billions of years ago, tiny bits of biology quit the red planet and infected ours. It didn't just show up, it infected infected the earth we're infected with martian dust if that was the case then every other life form here on earth has its deep roots not in the old oceans of the planet but rather in the extinguished seas of mars stay tuned next week when seth takes us behind the scenes of seti okay if that's true and let's say he's right. Let's say that Seth, who is the director of SETI, and that's a you know pretty reputable institute. Yeah. Uh, let's say that that is true. Where do you think most of the Mars dust ended up? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Florida. Chuck in Florida.com on the broadcast. How are you, sir? Greetings, Jeffy from Florida. This is Chuck in Florida, well-known alien hunter. Oh, see, just disregard everything. <laughs> what's up? Tell us about the Mars. What what's infected? Uh, what what people have been infected by the Mars dust? Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, the the Mars dust must have found its way onto a petri dish here because now they have rat brain cells that can fly autopilot on computer simulators for for jet fighters. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's pretty world cool. class. That is cool. And I'm not going, no, 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 no. If we're using rat brains to fly jet, I want the jet pilots to have everything they can, man. You know, they they should fully equip the rat brain. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. I have no problem with using rat brains. Now, Peter will. It's an interesting process. It's a very long article, but I, I, I can summarize it pretty much by saying that this guy takes rat brain cells and puts them together in a way that they can perform simple tasks. So I don't think it's really ready for, you know, 
putting a, a suit on it and, and throwing it inside the cockpit and letting it fly the plane. But it does fly the simulator, which is pretty astonishing when you think about it because he has like 25,000 brain cells all cooperating. It's not like he just pulled the brain out of the skull of a rat and said, here, go fly, you know. No, he just took a bunch of different brains and put them together and said, here, go fly. Mixed them in a blender. There you go. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. And that's then of too course good. You got no, this- that's too good. That's helping people. It is helping That's people. helping people. I mean, right? really. I mean, people, they're taking away our jobs. No, they're helping you. They're keeping you safe with rat brains. Shut up. But right. I want, we're, I want we're to already st- flying drones and drones are difficult because you still have people and there there's communication <sighs> lag time. And I all hate kinds people. Of, I right? hate people. Well, no, we're trying to keep them safe, Jeffy. That's yeah, the whole whatever. Point. I don't care. I don't like them. I don't like people <laughs> at all. I want to I want to get rid of them all. Just I do down with people. I, de- I blue, hate people on people. Right. So That's tell us about some got- people that actually were infected with Mars dust, though. Well, it's got to be this guy who steals his father's checks to pay for prostitutes, right? I, I mean, mean, here's a guy, his 89-year-old father is losing his memory and can't uh, handle the house. So this guy, Charles Perrin, 61, he he kind of takes over for dad and, and pays the bills and just, you know, siphons off a little on the top to pay for expensive trips and prostitutes. I mean, the bills are getting paid. Apparently, I mean, it's not like they're it, kicking it dad out. They're not kicking dad out on the curb, right? Yeah, he's. It's not like he's living in some nursing home where they don't really care about him, you know. Well, first of all, I think that's a common misnomer these days. Most uh, adult care facilities are pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, I'm, I'm not. No, no joke. Now, just aside from that, I'm sure. getting. I'm getting a little. I. I think I should be a spokesman for the national uh, old people's home association or whatever the hell they call themselves because they get a bad rap. Well, they, they get you're a right, bad they rap. do. I, I have actually worked in one when I was a much younger man and doing maintenance. That? And, and they are. Yeah, I did, uh, I did maintenance there too, Chuck. Yeah, I'm just here for the ladies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. No, it's, it's really a nice uh, way to kind of spend your twilight years if you have nobody else around. Or even if you do. And, you know, you can't really take care of your, your family and, and the old elderly and, and all that. Sometimes I mean, it's very difficult. Exactly. It gets very difficult. They have health you need issues. Help. They yes. need constant care. They have nurses 24-7. So I, on, behalf so. Of, on behalf of adult care facilities across America, I say uh, bah humbug to chuckinflorida.com saying bad things about it. <laughs> it's not like they in a home somewhere. I mean, I, I, however, I will say that if he were living in a home, it'd be tougher for the sun to siphon some cash off for the hookers and blow. Right. So if you're going to go take a trip on dad's money. You, yeah. You know, and he's already in the nursing you got, home. You got to You got to do it before the home comes. That's right. So, but That's he right. is paying the bills anyway. I mean, the, the dad has got a house. Well, he did right. for a while. I mean, he took over dad's uh, expenses, but I think they finally caught up with him. <laughs> they, they, he's been charged with larceny and exploitation of the elderly. He's supposed to do it for free? $10, he's supposed to take care of his dad for free? I mean, everybody needs a break now and again, I right? I mean, he's supposed to do that. That's payment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? The, who the hell are you telling me what I can do with my money? I, I hate America today. And you know what else it, I hate? People. It was, it was his dad's money. He's living people. off dad's checks. I hate people. No, he was taking a fee for paying his father's bills and making sure things were taken care of. I should. However be this, you want to spend it, whatever makes attorney. you comfortable. Yeah, I got it. Really, I just need a fee. And what he does with it? Okay, sorry, uh, he didn't. He didn't take the kids to uh, Chuck E. Cheese. He went down and we got some hookers and blow. Sorry. Okay. 
I know you can't fault the guy, Jeffy. I understand, that really. This is me. Off. Go ahead, Doug. All right. I hate Florida man so is arrested for allegedly impersonating Nickelback drummer Daniel Adair. Is that the guy that hung himself? Oh, no, that was another no, band. No, he's still around. <laughs> this guy, the, uh, the Nickelback drummer, Mr. Daniel Adair, was impersonated by this guy, uh, Koenig, who apparently purchased $25,000 worth of musical equipment in microphones and drum kit and so forth. And he ordered from a manufacturer in Vienna, Austria, and had them delivered to his Florida address. Um, the, yeah. I, so what, he's walking company, around and they go, hey, are you the Nickelback guy? I sure am. He, this guy goes by Mr. Wookie, and if you look at his picture, it's pretty obvious why. Uh, he does not look anything like Daniel Adair. I mean, not even close. But apparently he somehow had a picture of his drum kit that looked just like uh, the Nickelback drummers. And uh, they managed to send him $25,000 worth of brand new gear without verifying apparently who this guy was. Cause was he supposed they're, to? They're calling the cops on why, why haven't we got paid yet? What's the deal Oh, he here? was supposed to be paid. Yeah, they, they sent it to be paid. And he's, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. look, businesses do that all the time, right? I mean, it's it's up to the business to say, hey, you know, this guy, we want to do business with him. I think he's the Nickelback guy. So they send him a bunch of stuff thinking, you know, uh, obviously yeah. Nickelback has made a little bit of money. And they'll be able to pay it for it, right? Uh, I'm not, I, I, I kind of like some of their music, but they're, they're easy to hate. Yes, they are. Uh, they're, they're very they're easy Canadian, to hate. So right? I would say that uh, I would blame Nickelback and make them pay for it. Well, apparently uh, Koenig was sentenced to three years in prison earlier for fraudulently collecting oh. $78,000 in 2007 from some other scam he pulled. And uh, apparently Nickelback, Nickelback again? none of it. Was no, the other no, scam Nickelback again? No, he scammed somebody else apparently, but Nickelback was having none of it. They actually called the cops when uh, the of company tried to collect from them. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's... I love how the last line of this article is actually kind of a uh, promo for the tour coming up. Uh, the new tour from Nickelback, the trek kicks off June 23rd in Noblesville, Indiana. Of course. And, you know, being from Midwest like that, I don't even know where the hell Noblesville, Indiana is. That's pretty sad that Nickelback is starting their tour there, but, you know. <laughs> we'll find out where that is. I bet you that's like outside of uh, Indianapolis or something. Noblesville. It has to be. Yeah, uh, it, you know, there are a lot a, of little communities yes, around Indy. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's. that's <laughs> It just made me think. Right. I know. I understand. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing that where the groups, it's, they like more intimate crowds now. Uh, that means yeah. they can't fill the big ones. Right. Yeah. No, no. We want to, we want a one-on-one with our audience. Yeah, acoustic. Yeah. That's what I figured. It's just outside of Indianapolis. So yeah. There so you go. bite me, Chuck. Okay. Amanda, I hate people. <laughs> I freaking hate people, man. Is there any more? Tell us how we feel. Libertarian candidate. You're going to love this one. A libertarian candidate in Florida drinks goat's blood, uses LSD, and he's angry that the party wouldn't back him for Senate. I know. I, I love this guy. That's the Augustus. Uh, that's the, yeah, that's Augustus. Soul Invictus. Yeah. yeah You've I, heard this story. I didn't. I, I didn't see this. Apparently, it escaped my radar, and I'm I'm really disappointed because. Yeah, this he's is it's actually this, actually he did this a while ago. He did right? this last year. He yeah, started yeah, yeah. this whole campaign. And, and ChuckInFlorida.com, uh, man, you need to get up to speed, bro. Well, I guess it, it, it had some sort I mean, of resurgence recently because now he's contacted the National Libertarian Party, accusing them of being in bed with communists, and uh, he's saying that he's going to dispute the, the uh, uh, I guess, the uh, election results from his Senate run. 
Um, apparently, uh, Stanton won, and uh, he was really upset about it. Good and, luck, Augustus. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. should. Well, I mean, you can't take the Libertarian Party seriously when you have somebody like uh, Vermin Supreme as a candidate who wears a boot on his head. I love And I love the guy, Vermin John Supreme, McAfee, man. who you know is a well-known murderer, right? Or at least allegedly. Uh, thank you. I, I thank you. That has never been proven. I know the old documentary makes it seem like he did it, but that's never <laughs> been. He's never been arrested for that. Okay, pal. Right. Yeah. Well, right. you know. So I, I, I did some work for that guy. <laughs> so what? He was the last one to see the guy. And so what? Yeah. That he right. said that he would kill the guy's dogs the night before. So what? Yeah. No. No proof there, right? But really, Augustus had just joined joined the Russian Orthodox cult. Because yeah, I mean, if he yeah, likes apparently. to if he likes to drink goat blood party, because if you like to drink, have violent sex, at uh, in bathhouses, and and you know Orthodox car six sixty six is in with knives and right right, I mean yeah. it's all tied together when you look at it. What's in the news every day now? We're talking about the Russians and how they're invading the political parties here and how they've managed to mess with the elections. Chuck in Florida dot com. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Listen to that Buck Sexton promo. Talk about spilling coffee on uh, equipment. Uh, brings back a, f- a flood of memories. Not that I've ever spilled coffee on equipment before. But you like it. You want to have coffee that's black. The engineers get really mad at you and angry at you. But if it's black, they can fix it. It's the milk and sugar that cakes up all the cakes up all the wiring that makes it even that horrible. But I have spilled coffee on. Uh, uh, man, I've shut a network down, man. You spill coffee on and, you, and he's right with the slow motion because you watch that coffee spill and it goes over the edge and it drops and you can see the coffee hit the electronic device and then pop up, you know, like you see the pictures in the movies and you're like, no. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.